Welcome to the Close Quarter Dad podcast, discussions about raising your kids with confidence, safety, and resilience. I'm your host, Adam Mitchell, and I hope you enjoy this episode. In the last episode, Eric and I explained to you and defined the four faces of violent crime, and we are able to help you to identify what potential threat types are, who they're gonna come from, what they're gonna be, and what we need to start focusing on when we're gonna start having discussions and we're gonna be starting to train and engage with our children on this topic. Now what we wanna do is we wanna move into the four stages of violent crime and the actual life cycle of violent crime. We're gonna break this down into the four steps. The life cycle of violent crime really comes down to three fundamental areas, but I'm gonna add in a fourth one. And let me kind of explain that for you before we get into the first. It works in a bell curve and it is called pre-conflict, crisis, and then post-conflict. So we have everything that's happening uh, at the moment uh, or the, the, the actual beginning of the engagement. The beginning of the engagement could be a friendly encounter. It can be a simple transaction. It could be anything, but that it starts, it triggers the escalation period. And the escalation can rise quickly, and there's tons of different indicators that go off. There's tons of different variables. There's all sorts of different trigger points. We're gonna talk about that uh, later on outside of the, the core conflict concepts, but I want you to understand right now how this works. There's the lead up and the escalation. And then there's what's called the point of no return, which is the crisis. This is when the actual crime has been committed, where it goes hands on, when the situation gets hot. Now it's, the crisis period is very, very small, sometimes seconds. Um, but I'm gonna add into the tail end of the crisis period, the response period. And that response is going to be post-freeze. It's going to become when you or your child recognizes that it's gone to the point of no return. This could be long after the assault has happened. It could be after you've already hit the ground and you've been kicked by five people. It can be after you're thrown into a car. It can be after you've recognized that you're lost in the wilderness, or it can be after you realize your child has been separated from you in a large crowd. So we're at that point of no return and we have response. And then there's post-conflict, and this can, be, this can go into years because you could have legal situations uh, in, you know, you could be in criminal court and civil court, you can be try, we can talk about litigation. Uh, it can be immediately after where you talk about self-triage. Uh, it can be articulation to law enforcement. Who's gonna be the first one to call the police? How are you gonna be articulating that to the police? What are you gonna be saying when the police show up? How are you gonna be handling your different relationships? How are you going to be handling the, uh, the adrenaline dump that your child's gonna have after that situation? Um, how are you going to be navigating the discussions and, and, and communicating with them correctly through the traumatic situation that they may have just gone through? So post-conflict is an extremely important thing and we're gonna be going through a lot of that in the program. The reason I'm giving you an overview of this right now is because most martial arts programs and most self-defense programs only focus solely in the point of no return, only in the crisis. Well, if a guy grabs you here, then you're gonna do this and that. If a person gets on top of you, then you're gonna do this and that. What they don't do is they don't holistically teach you the full circle of the life cycle of the violent situation, which is everything that creates triggers, all the different trigger points in the escalation process in the lead up pre-conflict. They address the crisis to a point, then post-conflict. The awareness, getting away from the situation, 
get understanding the difference between cover and concealment, getting a person, getting your child to understand where to go to quickly, who to speak, what, who to speak to, what to say, and all of this and, and everything after the point of crisis has happened. So this is how we're going to be addressing the faces of violent crime. As a police officer, most of our calls are gonna be as our crime is happening or post after the crime has already happened. Police people wanna make reports. However, if there's more awareness in the general public, then you don't have to worry about the justification or you have to worry about the articulation because you've already taken yourself out of that situation to begin with. The best fight won is the one never, never fought. So that's my uh, take on that. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank you for spending time with us on this episode today. It's truly appreciated. I hope you got some value from it. If you want to go ahead and leave any comments or questions, reach out to me directly. I personally answer all of the questions that you have. If you know someone like yourself who may find value in this episode, then please go ahead and share it. We'd also like to ask you to subscribe to Close Quarter Dad. This way you get updated every time a new episode comes out wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you so much once again, and we'll see you on the next episode of Close Quarter Dad.